you've been seeking answers from every dermatologist, doctor, and all over the internet wondering what on earth this unbearable skin issue is. You know something's up, and you've been suffering and silenced for far too long. This podcast is going to bring awareness to the brutal reality that is topical steroid addiction and withdrawal syndrome. It will give you practical mental and physical tips to help you along your journey and provide you the strength you need to push through each day. You'll hear from real people battling this illness, as well as experts in the field, and I'm also going to share with you what's happening as I battle and conquer TSW. You are not alone, you're not crazy, and you will heal. If there's one thing I know, it's that anyone going through this hell is a warrior. My name is Jennifer Powers, and I welcome you to TSW Journey to Healing. Okay. Hi, Grace. Welcome to the show. I am so thrilled to have you on TSW Journey to Healing. Hey, thank you. So before we actually dive into some of these questions, I actually wanted to tell you that you are the reason that I know what the heck TSW is. Um, I think, and I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if I told you that, but it's, it's really interesting. People, friends, family members, they're always saying to me, like, Jen, how did you know that this wasn't just your typical eczema that you've always had? And how did you, how did you even hear about topical steroid withdrawal? And I said, I was just like digging around on the internet. I was searching everywhere, obviously in the day and age that we're in of social media, I didn't ever anticipate getting on Instagram and (laughs) finding the answer to my health crisis there. And I, and I don't even remember, it might've even been my boyfriend who um, sent me your profile. I'm not sure. I can't remember if it was he or I, but I just, as soon as I saw your profile picture of that split screen of your regular self on the left and the TSW flare up side on the right, I was like, holy crap, that's me. That's me. Oh my God. And I just, I, it started pouring through all your posts and like scouring all the information. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I just figured that I can't believe I figured it out. So I got to thank you first and foremost for just bringing the awareness, create being brave and putting yourself out there online for everybody in the world to see, because you very, very, I mean, not that I wouldn't have found it from someone else, but you absolutely changed my life in that way that now I know, you know what I have. So thank you. That is so cool. I'm so I'm stoked to be that person for somebody because when I found out about it, I was so happy to have found um, Brianna and the preventable documentary. And I was just like, she's she's amazing. And I and I was so glad to have found her. And so I'm so stoked to be that person for somebody else. Yeah, how cool, right? It's it's so awesome. And it's so not awesome having to deal with what we have to deal with, but it's so important that we keep spreading awareness, which is why I wanted to have you on the show so bad. So why don't we uh, start? Like, let's just start with that and tell everybody, the, the audience, tell everyone listening who you are, where you're from, and like give, give a little bit of your background and your story. Okay. So I'm from New Zealand, um, lived here my whole life. When I think I was about eight years old, when um, mum took me to the doctor and I was diagnosed with eczema at the time. Um, Throughout that journey for the last 22 years, I've been backwards and forwards to the doctor constantly using hydrocortisone and steroid creams. I don't know a time, I honestly cannot remember when I haven't had to use them. And um, yeah, so that's been 22 years of my life of spending money on doctors and spending money on creams and trying different ones. And then and then the doctor going, oh, that one doesn't work. OK, let's give you a stronger one. And yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. But um, coming up two years ago, I experienced um, 
a huge, a huge flare up. And I just started in a new gym and it was kind of the start of COVID and the gym was really sanitizing every surface and the air and I didn't know what was going on. And I thought it was just the gym environment that I was getting super allergic to. And so I was showering before the gym and showering after the gym and I didn't know what was going on. And then I just got so sick of it that I just Googled um, eczema and why is it not going away and how can I get rid of this and what am I doing wrong? And then that's when I came across the preventable documentary. And I think the documentary is about 10 minutes long and I think I was probably two minutes in and I just went, that's me. And I burst into tears and I sent it to my mum and mum, mum can be cynical sometimes and go, oh no, that's not you. Get on with your life. You'll be right. <laughs> and, um, and she just replied straight away. Yep. That's you. And I thought, okay, I know. And I was so, so happy to finally know what this is. Yeah, for sure. So you, so you it sounds like we have very similar stories because I was diagnosed officially at age two and same thing as you, hydrocortisones, uh, prednisone, Eladel, yeah. I mean, all of them, Protop, all of it. Right. Um, yeah. but so, so you were experiencing just like a really, really bad flare up and you kind of knew in your gut, this is not, this isn't eczema. This is something else. Like, um, so that's similar to me. I was actually taking prednisone September, 2021, and it always was my drug of choice. It was always amazing. My skin was beautiful after I took prednisone. Yeah. It, was, it was glowing. And then it just halfway through just, just didn't work. It was, everything came back full, full force. So it was so alarming. So I totally can relate to you on that. So, so this whole journey then for you has started, it started about two years ago, the beginning of COVID are, where are you now at your journey? So in July the 6th, I will be two years um, topical and oral steroid free. Congratulations. So, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a journey, but I'm, I'm so glad to be where I am now. And I've got really supportive people around me. So I'm very, very lucky. Um, when I was watching the preventable documentary, the thing that broke my heart the most was the people with partners that just couldn't handle it and left them. And I just, I can't imagine not having my partner by my side and still telling me that I'm beautiful and just supporting me along the way. I don't, I couldn't have done it without him and I couldn't have done it without my friends and family, just loving me unconditionally. It's been amazing. Yeah, I I agree. My heart breaks for all the people that are, you know, out of work and then they don't have supportive, uh, supportive network. And it's just, it's, it's beyond depressing. So I agree. And that's one of the things I think, and maybe you agree, but it, it like keeps me going. Cause I'm only uh, June first will be beginning into month seven for me. So, yeah. um, and I think this episode is actually going to air a few weeks after that. So um, it's just, it's one of those things where even today I I'm out of control. I'm having like a bad flare up and I was doing so well, but I think when we focus on gratitude and all the things we do have, it, it definitely, I don't know. It brings a smile on my face, even though the tears are falling, falling sometimes. Um, so I just, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that's why I'm always saying in these episodes, if you do feel alone, the there's people online, there's people on social media, there's the it's San Facebook group. There's so many resources that I didn't, I mean, I'm surprised how little there are, but I'm also surprised that there are people like us, you know, because this whole thing yeah. can make you feel so crazy alone. But yeah. you're, but no one is alone. We are, there's so many of us out there and it's terrible. I wish it wasn't the way it is, but on the other side, it's comforting to know that you're not alone. So 
what, um, what would you say? So you're two years, are, would you say right now then that you're fully healed or where are you at as far as healing? No, I wouldn't say I'm fully healed. For me, fully healed is just never even thinking about my skin. And at the moment, I still have to have a nighttime routine and put on oils and and put on um, different creams. And then like just now, I've just been out in the garden and I'm super itchy now. So I had to take some antihistamines to try and calm that down. So I would say it's so hard to know. I'm I'm so, so, so much better than I was in in that first year. Even in that first six months was probably the hardest for me. Um, So in terms of healing, my estimate would be maybe at four years, I would be happy to say I'm fully healed. And and if I am, then I'll be stoked. But if it takes eight, 10 years, I don't really care because I'm still better than I was before I stopped the steroids. That's awesome. You have such a great out, like outlook and attitude about mm-hmm. it. Cause I know some people might hear that and be like, ugh. but again, it, it's better. Like we at least know what the problem is. It's it's was the worst thing when I thought I was going into, I, I was, I think my body was trying to go through TSW multiple times over two years before I actually knew what it was. So it's just yeah. knowing what this is, is the beginning of the end it means to an end. So I agree with you there. What do you say? You said your first, would you say your first six months where you thought the hardest? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. That's when I, when, when I was really withdrawing and it was probably the most painful and it was burning and the itch was crazy. Um, but what was, was that your worst? What would you say? I mean, there's the oozing, the itching, the, this, the, that there's so many symptoms. What would you say was the worst for you? Was it the itching or the burning? The itching, the yeah. bone deep, like cannot get rid of that itch and yeah. just hacking my face. And then you try and use an ice pack and the ice pack doesn't work. So then actually what I did, which I don't think a lot of people do, is I actually, I turned to heat. And so I I know that a lot of people have hot baths and things like that, but I find the water to be quite drying. So what I did is I would do a really hot water bottle inside a pillowcase Okay. And so when the ice pack didn't work, I'd go, okay, ice pack's not working. Let's try heat. And then that was actually really soothing as well. Oh, wow. That's good. Good to know. I hope yeah. the listener is listening because I, I agree. You know, you think heat, you think inflammation, you usually yeah. don't think to combat the inflammation with more heat. But this this whole process, this whole entire condition is so bizarre. It's such a, yeah. it's cr- so crazy. <laughs> so, so it's always helpful when someone like you comes on the show that nobody suggested that yet. So that's always, that's really great. What, um, what would you say would, if you were to look at the physical, the physical stress and pain and everything you endured physically versus the mental piece of it, I know this is kind of an impossible thing to ask, but what do you think was harder, the physical or the mental? It is a really hard question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if it's if it's possible to answer it, but I'm always curious. Probably the mental in the fact that I, yeah, looking back, I'm like, oh, I was actually really pretty. But <laughs> the, and so, but then for me, I don't because I was in so much pain, I was kind of like, I don't care what I look like. And nobody knows. And the people that know what I'm going through matter and the people that don't know don't matter. And so mm-hmm. that, for me, that side of the, the the pain, the physical pain and the feeling ugly, that was fine. But it was, 
it was the exhaustion and the having to get up and still go to work and do a job that I had to do really well. That mental side of it was probably the worst. But when I look back now, I feel like I lived quite a sheltered life. I'm a white female. I'm pretty lucky into what I was, how I was born. And um, so, yeah. Looking, yeah, looking back now, I feel like I'm a better person for it. And it sounds so yeah. cliche, but I definitely, I look at people now with different disabilities or somebody having what, what would normally call a bad skin, skin day. And I don't think, oh, yuck, or look at that person. Uh-huh. Or they, don't, they need to wash their face or stop drinking Coca-Cola. I think I feel so sorry for you and I know what you're going through and yeah. I know that you're doing everything that you possibly can. You don't you don't choose to look like that and you don't choose to have this pain. But knowing what I've gone through, I am I just feel like I'm so much more understanding of other people and what they're going through and how they look. And I don't judge people on what they wear and yeah. that their hair's not done. I just think, wow, you I I would love to know your journey and I would love to get to know you. I think I totally agree with that. Um, and I, I'm very similar as you. I, I feel like I had a very nice childhood, not a ton of trauma growing up or, you know, anything like that. Um, this whole situation has absolutely shed a whole new light on the way we view people and human yeah. beings. And it's just this, the amount of empathy you have for someone else is just a hundred times more when you go through something this rough as TSW. So I totally, totally agree with you. What um, you mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago that you still do a nighttime routine where you do some like lotions or creams. Can you talk a little bit about what you use during this whole process and what that nighttime routine looks like? Yeah. So in the beginning, I, 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 I understand why people use the whole um, moisture withdrawal and, and um, whatever those <laughs> things yeah. are. That, that, yeah. that did not work for me at all. And a big thing for me going through this was to just stay comfortable. My body is going to heal eventually, but I need to be comfortable through this journey and keeping my skin dry and trying to do moisture withdrawal is just so uncomfortable and it adds such a level of uh, an extra level of pain that I just feel was so unnecessary for me. Mm-hmm. So for um, me in the beginning, I used a lot of pseudo cream, um, which is like that nappy rash cream for people who don't know. Um, and I found it was really helpful to use that while my skin was red and irritated because it's quite drying. I think it's a zinc and so it dries out the the inflammation Mm -hmm. and then when my skin's dry I would use um like a Bowman's type balm Uh and so now I am very strict on washing my face and I know a lot of people think oh water is really bad but washing your face is is so key and you've got to keep your skin clean and I know a lot of people who don't shower or don't shower often and sure if you're not going to shower often um, at least make it every second day because you have to keep your skin clean. It's not going to heal if it's not clean. Mm-hmm. So for me, I am very strict on washing my face every night. And then I use a rosehip oil, just a plain rosehip, no, no additives, no extra fancy stuff that apparently is going to make your skin amazing. Just keep it really simple mm-hmm. because if you react to that thing, then at least you know it's that one thing. And then you can move to a different oil or a different product. Yep. And then on top of that, um, I recently learned 
um, the, is it slugging where you like, you put on all your creams and oils and then you cover your face in Vaseline, which I didn't know was a thing. And I did that so often at the beginning of my journey. But now what I do is I use the rose hip and then I cover it in Bauman's and then go to bed and wake up, still wake up dry, but it's pretty good. And you don't notice that when, you know, for me, even like I, I was good for a while and then I wasn't when I put anything on my skin because it would make my skin bright, bright red, like in, almost instantly. So you don't at this point anyway, you don't notice when you put on the rosehip oil and you put on uh, balmonds, every, your skin does not get inflamed. Sometimes, sometimes, mm-hmm. but, but uh, you still think it, it feels better. Well, if that happens, what I do is I'll usually, I'll either just leave it or I'll take it off and okay. then I'll try again in like three to four hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Sometimes it can be that product, but for me, I know that rose hip generally works and Bauman's generally works. Yeah. I like Bauman's a lot. Um, what would you say was your lowest point in the last two years? Mm, in that first six months, probably in the, in the beginning. And then when did you set, when would you say mentally and physically you started to think, oh my gosh, I'm actually healing. I'm taking a turn for the better. It was really weird. When I first started, I had, I think it was the first two months were really bad. And then I had two weeks of incredible skin. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. What is going on? And then, and then it all just came back, which was fine because I knew it would, but um, yeah, that that was really weird. It is. It is. So sometimes there's, it's the same thing with me. Like the last few few days ago, I was like, oh my gosh, this feels great. You can look in the mirror. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel pretty again. I feel kind of like my old self a little bit. And then out of nowhere, it just comes back and you're like, what did I do? What did I do wrong? And I think when, if anyone's listening to this too, if you feel that way, it's, it's so easy to blame ourselves. Like, what did we do? We must have done something to cause this when in reality, this is just whatever's happening inside of us that we can't see. And we don't necessarily know all these triggers or any, any, if there is even a trigger, it might just be taking running its course as our body like goes through the healing process. So it's just, it's important to give yourself grace and, and be kind to yourself. Cause I think that that just yeah. for me, when I'm hard on myself, it adds so much more stress, which in, it just makes everything 10 times worse. So, yeah, absolutely. but it's easy to do. Right. So what, um, what would you say? you know, cause you did say, which I agree that the mental, mental battle of this is just as hard, if not harder than the physical battle, which says a lot because the physical battle is brutal, you know, yeah. but mentally it's just, man, what a, what a rough thing to try to overcome. Did you do anything to help with your mental health throughout the last two years? Yeah. So I, before this, I was already on medication for depression and anxiety. So I had already been looking at, oh, maybe I should come off this and I don't want to be on this forever. And then when this all happened, I thought, no, now is not the time. And so I'm still on Citalopram now, um, which definitely helps. And then naturally I try and keep stress levels low, which has been quite hard lately. Um, but like meditating at night just gives you the best sleep and sets your body up for that that good healing while you are asleep. Um, so I find that it's really good. And even just if you are feeling stressed, 
recognizing that and then you can get so many great apps these days and just taking a minute just a minute to do a quick meditation just some some deep breathing Mm -hmm. and really just relax your body as much as you can and then get back on with what you were doing I love that very very good advice um what would you say I mentioned a second ago about these triggers did you ever do any kind of like diet changes or did you ever notice that there was an allergen or a food or a food item or something that did trigger you Yeah so uh, before I went into TSW I yeah um I did like the hair follicle test and that came up with a few things that I had already suspected which was that was really helpful um, to be like, oh, okay, yep, no, I was right. I'll stay off them. So for me, it was things like acidic foods. So your citruses and tomatoes, things like that, I I tried to avoid. And I also try to avoid dairy as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I tried all the diets, the Epsom diet and, <laughs> yeah. and eating cabbage soup and onions and plain potatoes and that was, it was awful, <laughs> awful because I'm quite a foodie. Um, but yeah, I tried them and, and yeah, cre- all credit to them. It, it probably, it did work, but for me, I couldn't stick to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess nutritionally, the best things that I have taken or the best one thing that has also made me realize that, oh, that's why I had such bad um, hangovers was I have really been trying to deal with my gut and my liver. And so I've Mm -hmm. been taking milk thistle, which has been a game changer, an absolute game changer. And my hangovers are better and my skin is better and my, even my digestion is better. It's yeah. Amazing. And, and I think, I think TSW for that, for making me really get my shit together and (laughs) look into what I should actually be doing and, and that my liver, yeah, wasn't happy. I love that. I take a milk thistle supplement also. And I think, and I, you just reminded me because I actually recently kind of fell off my, my supplement game, not all of them, but I, I mean, I take so many and I, and I love them, but maybe now that you're saying this, I'm like, huh, I wonder if I'm flaring really bad right now because I've been a little bit off of my game, but, uh, that's, and I, and I got, I knew we were connected for a reason. You're talking about hangovers and like dropping some (laughs) cuss words. I just adore you. (laughs) I was like, this is, we are meant to be friends, but, um, (laughs) but, uh, that's another thing, right? So we were talking about gut and like liver health. I'm an Italian and Irish descent kind of, I mean, American girl, but you know, that's where my, my, my family is from. And so I like to throw some alcohol back, right. A beer, wine, whatever. I'm like, I'm, you know, whatever really. But, um, yeah. I know that so many people, when you, you know, we talk about detoxing our liver, which absolutely, I could not agree with that more, but it's hard, man. I mean, here in the United States, yeah. I'm, I'm right now at my family beach house. I'm getting ready for summer, summer, you know, you want to like live your life as normal as possible and not change every little thing. And that's why these diets are sometimes just so overwhelming and yeah. I don't, and not that there's anything wrong with them. And I think for some people, they might hit the nail right on the head and completely speed up healing for us. Uh, for, but for others, like I'm exactly the same as you where consistently sticking with something that is so different than, than what you were doing. It's, it's a lifestyle change and it's very hard. It can be very, very difficult. And then you be, I think personally, you try to stick with something. And then if you fall off the wagon and you start beating yourself up, I actually think that's even 10 times worse than just getting on it in the first place. Right. If you can just kind of breathe and de-stress and be kind to yourself, um, yeah. you know, that's, there's, there's many ways to heal and, 
and you got to do what's yeah. best for you. But, uh, so you didn't give up alcohol then <laughs> during, during no. the CSW. <laughs> I gave up for a month and then yeah. I was like, oh, there's not really any change. I'll just drink again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I did the same thing. I don't even know if I lasted a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know. Just because it's, you know, when you, uh, you know, you have family functions, you have parties, you have to socially yeah. like, you know, but, um, I get it. I totally get it. So let me ask you, I've, I, I always ask this question on interviews. What would you say? And I know you kind of probably mentioned too about the empathy that you feel now for other people, but what would you say are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned so far in this journey? The biggest lesson was discovering what this was, yeah. and, which was incredible. And I, yeah, I just hope that so, so many people dealing with stuff like we have been finally realized what this is. Um, yeah. Other lessons, it, it is just the empathy for others. It's just been huge. And I just, I feel like I'm a better person for it. And yeah, I th- that's my biggest thank you to TSW is just being more understanding of others. I already feel better. I had such a weird day with dealing with my stuff, but even just talking to you and the constant reminder of looking for the silver lining or looking for the things that because of TSW, we are now, you know, we're great. What are the reasons that you're grateful because of TSW? I think that's so important. I feel like that's one of the biggest takeaways of this episode that you're bringing up for people is like, Yes, it's yes, it's a disaster. Yes, you most days you wish this was not at all. Probably every day you wish this was not a part of your life, right? Because it is. It's just so testing. But at the end of the day, I, I think when we open our eyes every single day, we're like, wow, I I just did that. I just beat that one more day. Like I'm one more day yeah. ahead of where I was. And I it look not. I mean. Uh, it's, you see people dealing with so many different health conditions and, and all these awful things that are out there plaguing people. And it's like, this has got to be one of the hardest. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because I have, I have it and you have it. It's just, it is so, so, so brutal and so challenging. And it just, at the end of the day, or in the, the beginning of a day, you have to like give yourself a pat on the back and say, I am so strong because this is not for the faint of heart. This is like, you have got to be an incredibly strong person to go through something like this, not like not one of us who have TSW, you can never call yourself weak ever again, <laughs> like no, never again. Me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what- the hardest, one of the hardest parts of this is that you can't like people, sometimes they ask, Oh, like what is going on? Or is this eczema or like, why can't you come to this event? And you can't just be like, Oh, I have eczema or I have, something some other kind of disease or issue you you say oh I have TSW or I'm going through TSW and then it's a whole other conversation that you Mm -hmm. then have to explain what it is and why it's not recognized and oh the doctor's not recognize it oh it mustn't be a thing then that for me has been the hardest part is that you can't just straight up be like I have this and people go okay I understand see you later Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree with you. In fact, one of my, I had a conversation with a good girlfriend of mine the other day um, and we hadn't caught up in a few weeks at least. And I try not to, you know, I don't, I don't want to make it a part of every conversation with every friend of mine because I'm trying again to like move forward and I don't want to always talk about it. So I was having, it was tough for me. And she said, 
wait, what, wait, what do you have going on? And I said, well, this TSW that I told you about, and she's like, oh my God, you're still going through that. (laughs) And I was like, um, yeah, Yeah. it's been, it's been like six, seven months already. So, and it's not going away anytime super soon. I don't think so. Uh, you know, and she's like, oh my God, I had no idea it was going to like be this long. And I'm like, oh, this is difficult to hear. I want to strangle somebody, (laughs) but, but it's, you're right. Like it is so there's no knowledge out there. So it's like, sometimes I feel like all of us suffering with it are on an Island by ourselves (laughs) where we're like, hello, does anybody want to figure this out for us and help us? But Um, I also am looking at it in one ways, you know, you could be super frustrated and think, gosh, in like 20 or 30 years from now, this might be so recognized and there might be some, you know, treatments for it to help. And, and like, why not us? Why is this now? But on the other side, we have to look at it like, I don't know whether you're spiritual or not, but like God gave it to you for a reason. And maybe we, we are a part of the mission to bring awareness to this and kind of spearhead it for everybody else to come. Cause I don't know about you. I just, I wouldn't want to see anyone, not even a worst enemy go through something like this. Cause it's, it's Uh, just hard. Yeah. Too darn hard. So what advice would you give to somebody that is trying that maybe, maybe they just figured out what this is, or maybe they're currently going, going through it. What, what advice would you give them? Um, my main advice for people is to go to the ITSAN website. So I-T-S-A-N, if you Google it, you should be able to find the website. That is full of information. People say to me all the time, why don't you start a website and put all the information on it? I'm like, I don't need to. And ITSAN's done it. They've done it all and they have examples and they have testimonials and it's just the best website. And then the other piece of advice would be um, join the Facebook page. So there's there's two that I know of. There's the ITSAM one and then there's another one which is just like a support page. And I think it's the only page on Facebook or group that I belong to that there is no nasty comments whatsoever. It is the nicest page to belong to and people are so supportive and ready to give advice and to help you and to support you. And it's incredible. There's also another page, which is um, the one for the carers. So there's a Facebook page for TSW carers. I don't belong to it, but if you are a carer, I would say to go to that one. That's a really good one to get some support from other people who aren't necessarily going through it and having the physical pain, but they might be looking after children or loved other loved ones that, um, that are going through it. Um, some other advice would be, I know that for me, people were like, get in the ocean, it's summer, the ocean's so good for you. And it bloody stings when you first yeah, do it. it does. And I was just like, don't tell me what to do. I don't want to do that. It's so uncomfortable. But for me, that has been amazing this summer. So that was, I was already a year and a bit, um, in and that just changed my life over summer so we're coming into winter now so I don't think I'll be getting in the ocean (laughs) as much as my partner and one of my friends would love me to I don't maybe maybe in a week too but that changed my life and also uh red light therapy so I got a mask um yeah I have one too yeah, so they're great. When I don't know if it's just a time, I don't know if it's legit or if for me it was a time to actually just stop and lie down and do nothing and don't go on your phone and mm-hmm. it really reduces your stress. But I found that it really helped with the itch and the inflammation. So those would be my main pieces of advice. 
I absolutely love that. Such good stuff. And anyone listening, every single thing we've talked about, uh, we will be, it'll be linked in the show notes of this podcast episode, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if it's YouTube or if it's Spotify or whatever. And then it'll also be over on the blog, tswjourneytohealing.com. Is there anything, any last minute, anything, Grace, that you want to impart on a listener right now? Um, also, I got it before you say that, actually, I have to say, if you, if you ever want to contact Grace or see her journey, I'm also going to link her contact in the show notes as well. And you're not going to ever forget her Instagram name because it's so freaking cute. It's, Skinder- <laughs> it's Skinderella. I mean, come on. I just, I, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a, like a Disney fanatic. And that just, <laughs> and he just made blended the best of these worlds. But um, <laughs> I love it. So is there anything, any last minute words of wisdom or anything else you want to impart with anyone listening? I guess it's it does sound all doom and gloom, especially when you see people who have been going through it for eight plus years. It yeah. can be really daunting, but it it is the best thing that you can do. And for a lot of people, and for me, I feel like it's the only choice that I had that the steroids weren't working anymore. The oral steroids, I couldn't be on them for life and they have other issues with them. So the natural route is really on the only option for me. Um, so don't be scared. Lots of people do heal in a year to two years and especially children. I I just want to say to parents, please just, I, it's your choice, but I encourage you to look further into this and seriously consider taking your children off these creams and medications. Um, I've seen a lot of children heal in six months. And when I was younger, people would always say, oh, you'll grow out of it. You'll grow out of it. And I, in my head, I was just like, well, I'm 16 now and I haven't grown out of it. Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah. But we probably would have, you know, if we didn't have these creams and we didn't have these doctors loading us up on this, these drugs, we probably would have grown out of it. And I wholeheartedly believe that adult eczema is not common. It's not as common as what we think. And if you go, if you can take your children off these medications now, they will have a much, much, much greater uh, quality of life. I love that advice. I love that you're talking to parents too, because uh, there are a lot of people listening to the show that don't, they're caregivers, whether it's their adult or a spouse or a partner or it's their child. And I think that's an important message because it's so often that we, we, we are not doctors. Um, well, well, you and I right now, right? But in, you want to trust somebody that went to school, has the degree, has all that experience. Yeah. But I just, I just said this the other day that, you know, doctors are still human beings. They don't know everything. They don't have all the answers and they can make mistakes. And this is still so unknown, unrecognized, not studied. Um, and so it's got to be people like us in the community that are really spreading this kind of awareness. Um, and giving that to other people, parents, sufferers. And so you saying that I just think speaks volumes. So I hope that anyone listening to this that's wondering, or even if your child, if your child is on a medication, like one of the ones we mentioned, don't panic and freak out because it is a bizarre thing that not everybody, right? Like some people can be on steroids and they may not experience this. And we don't know really why that is. Um, but overall, there is like you said, Grace, there's so many other natural ways to heal that don't come with all these horrific side effects. So if you can do something where you can avoid that, absolutely highly recommend that. So I totally agree. 
I do also just want to make it clear that there is definitely a place for doctors. So don't write them off. I do feel sorry for them as well. They only have 15 minute appointments to be able to see you, but I, I encourage you to work with your doctor. So tell them what it is. They probably have no idea and just work with them. And when they say, oh, I want to try you on a pro topic or I want to try you on a different series, just you, it's okay to say, no, I don't want to. I'm going to try a different thing, but please support me along the way. And eventually, like for me, I know that I had to go on antibiotics and my doctor helped me through that. And it was wonderful. And, and I cleared up and it was amazing. So there's definitely a place for doctors in this journey. I, I totally agree with that. And you know what? This does give us another opportunity to educate. I know it sounds kind of crazy because you're thinking the doctor, you would never be able to educate your doctor, but doctors, a lot of doctors, especially in the States. And I don't know in New Zealand or wherever in the world, it's just, sometimes they scratch their head or they turn, they're like, what's TSW. Some of them don't even know about it. So it gives you an opportunity to say, Hey, no, I'm going to pass on that. Right. Like I'm not going to take protopic or please put something in my chart, write it down that like, I do not want to take it any steroids. So don't recommend them or give me prescriptions for them. It gives you the opportunity to spread awareness and share and even educate your own doctor, which is, which is awesome. So I love that. Great, great advice. You have been such a joy to talk to. And I just, I have to thank you again. I will never stop thanking you because you, if it wasn't for you, it might've been someone else, but it was you that I, that I discovered this. So thank you so much for doing what you do and, and sharing yourself. I know it's not easy. I I know that when I post pictures of myself, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it looks so scary. And that's not what I, that's, you know, not what I normally look like, but, um, you know, it's just, it's, we have to be brave. We have to put ourselves out there and you did that for me. So thank you so much. And it was so awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We'll have to stay in touch and I'll be cheering you on for the rest of your journey. And if anyone wants to check the show notes for ways to contact Grace or any of the resources or things that we mentioned, please do so. And have a wonderful rest of your day, Grace. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. You too. Enjoy your summer. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. With your help, we can spread awareness together. So please share the show with anyone you know who may be struggling with a medical condition and using steroids to treat it. And be sure to check out the blog for helpful resources to aid you along your TSW journey at tswjourneytohealing.com.